This is episode number 52, The Power of Journaling. Welcome to the Herpreneur Wellness Show. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you some of the most cutting edge and coolest people on the planet to help you live a bigger, more fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business and an extraordinary life. Let's do it. Hello, welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. This is just a quick heads up that my software program that I normally do the recording on is not working for whatever reason and we're trying to do some troubleshooting on it, but I'm on a roll. I want to get this podcast out to you. So if it sounds a bit echoey or it's not as clear, just please forgive me. Hopefully the issue will be fixed in the next two weeks uh, before our next podcast. Today we are talking about the power of journaling, journaling for mental health, journaling for uh, reducing anxiety and stress, depression, helping you be the happiest version of you. We're going to dive in deep to this today. And um, this is actually one of the most favorite things I do on a daily basis and have been doing it for at least 15 years. I remember I had a coach many, many years ago and he said to me, Annette, at the end of every day, write down three things you were grateful for for the day and write down your biggest goal. And for years, I actually wrote down, I'm the Australia's best female presenter. And then I was like, I'm going to dream bigger than this. I am the world's best female presenter. <laughs> And that's where my journaling days started. So if you're actually in my bedroom and you look up in the wardrobe, there are bucket loads of diaries. I probably go through about two or three of them a year. Um, I used to do a page a day and now just with all the different types of techniques I'm going to teach you, I use a lot of different techniques and honestly, with a journaling, the thing is that it doesn't have to be neat. And doesn't have to have the punctuation in it and um, all the right spelling. You don't even worry about that. You just sort of let it pour out and flow. First, I'm going to share with you is that 10 minutes of journaling is equivalent to an hour of counseling. So going to a psychologist or someone that can help you with the psychology of your mental health, just 10 minutes journaling a day actually helps you get rid of the crap that actually creates anxiety. So if you think about this, we brush our teeth every day. Well, hopefully you do. Hopefully you do it twice a day. And we do it twice a day because we're trying to reduce the possibility of plaque buildup, right? And gum disease and whatever else happens in that mouth. And if you think we have a buildup every day of our internal thoughts, our dialogue, the negative stuff that happens in our life, different types of behaviors, different things that actually happen on a daily basis. And that stress continually builds up over time. And this is what can create massive amounts of stress, massive amounts of anxiety, weight gain, irregular diets, and all these different things that can happen to our mental health. That is not the reason why I actually started it. But now why I do it is I definitely feel the benefits of it doing it on a daily basis. Let's actually go back in time. And I want you to think about when you're a teenager. 
Probably when you were a teenager, you might have had a diary and it was probably hidden under your mattress, right? (laughs) It was the place where you would have confessed all your struggles with boyfriends and girlfriends and friends and your fears and all the judgment and the punishment and all the secrets that you had in the world that you're keeping from your parents. And it felt really good for you to be able to write all those feelings down, get it out of your head. It was like a build-up at the end of the day and you just needed to explode. So you grabbed that diary and it was like a cleaning system for you, for your spirit, for your soul. Not that you would have known it back then. But as you went into adulthood, there was a high chance you actually stopped journaling. So back then we would have called it a diary. We're in our teenage years, but now the concept is the concept is exactly the same. The, the benefits still apply, but now we call it journaling. So let me ask you this question straight up. What's the price tag that you're putting on your happiness right now? Because we all put a price tag on it. And it might not be a monetary in a monetary way, but you are choosing something over pure proper happiness. And if you think about it, you're either swapping it for stress, which means you're running around like a headless chook every day, helping everybody else, making sure everyone else's needs are met from your family, from your clients, and you're swapping your stress for actual true happiness. And I'm not saying that you can push all this stuff aside, but you're also swapping it because you are not taking time to do self-development, not taking the time for meditation, not taking the time to make the warm salt baths, uh, not taking the time to do the journaling. And instead, you're swapping your happiness for something else and normally that something else is the price tag that doesn't really give you the real happiness maybe you go shopping maybe you have that glass of wine at the end of the day to wind down or you want something to eat that takes your mind off it or you dive in totally invested into an amazing show on Stan or Netflix or a TV show so there's something that you do that you swap proper happiness proper, proper clearing of your emotions to truly get to the best version of yourself and you're doing it to something to numb you to take that pressure away for that moment and a lot of people say I don't have time to do journaling but I tell you what you seem to have a lot of time to actually do all the other stuff right to scroll through and just become numb and entertained by scrolling through Instagram or Facebook so if you look if you don't have time in your day to journal which we're saying like two minutes to ten minutes it can even be right? Two minutes a day just to pick up your phone or to pick up your journal to actually go through. So what I'm saying is, what is the price tag that you're putting on your happiness right now? Your price tag could be being invested into social media, so invested into self-development for a couple of minutes. Now, let me share with you a very interesting finding, which is from Dave Asprey. And Dave Asprey is from Bulletproof Coffee. And he actually studies total wellness. His goal is to live to 180 years old. So he does all these crazy things. Um, They seem crazy to us, but they're all beneficial in their health and mindset. And he actually has a study where he's done over 450 high achieving experts. And what he's worked out is those people that prioritize their health and their happiness at the end of the day, never turn out miserable or stuck in mediocrity. They're always high achievers. So if you can prioritize your peace and your happiness at least once a day, the way that I do journaling, pretty much verbatim these days is twice a day. Every now and again, if I've had a few drinks on a Saturday night, maybe it doesn't happen. 
uh, or Braxton comes in early in the morning and uh, we're rushing off to soccer. That happens every now and again, maybe twice a week, maybe it's just once a day, though religiously it is every day that I do it. And it's taken a while to get onto that role. But what I'm saying to you is create that routine. And that's the most important part is you being able to have a morning routine or a night routine or even a routine in the middle of the day when you're stressed, your go-to. If you pick up my phone, and please don't because you will be able to understand it in my notes <laughs> or in my journal. You cannot understand it. I can leave my journal anywhere and no one will be able to understand it because normally um, writing at night is <laughs> pretty dark. Or um, I'm just scribbling just a whole heap of emotions down because better out than in. If you just got used to when you're feeling that build up, and sometimes I find if I've got that continual feeling of that obsessive thought that maybe I've upset someone or I couldn't believe what they've said to me or whatever it might be, and it's an obsessive thought that happens, I will instantly pick up my phone, go to my notes and write about it. Just take a couple of minutes just to pour it all out there and just get it out and release that negative energy out of your body. It's a great way to actually maintain and reduce stress in the middle of the day. So I'm going to ask you another question. And the question is this, how different would your life be right now if you were happier? What impact would it have on your whole life if you were happier? Because happiness starts with you. It's an inside job. It ain't something that we're totally seeking outside of us, which, hey, we try to do it, don't we? We try to seek outside of us all the time. And I mentioned before, sometimes it's through the salivation of food or it's getting lost in a TV show. Sometimes it's from shopping or it's buying all these different things. Sometimes we do it because of exercise and these are things that are all outside of us. Though it's an inside job first, and this is where it needs to start. And if I was to ask you this question, I want you to deeply consider it. How different would your life be right now if you were a happier version of yourself? What type of impact would it have to your self-esteem, to your confidence? How much different would it be to hang around you as a parent, as a child, as a partner, as a friend? How would you enjoy your day more? And I can tell you this, studies have shown you actually have less pain, less inflammation in the body. Now, this might sound really weird, but if you look at the studies from a doctor which who now Nicole Satch is actually covering all their work, which is through reducing chronic pain and healing patients that have been crippled in a wheelchair and seen ridiculous results from them doing journaling and actually reversing this chronic illness that they've all had. So today I'm going to walk through some of the different things that you can do for journaling. And I'm sure you may have done it once in a while. And maybe you started it and it was a thing that you just did once. And you felt really good doing it. So I'm going to share with you the technique that I actually use now, which I feel is very well-rounded. Um, sometimes journaling could be totally just you dumping just a whole heap of anger, which I love and I think it's very, very good for us to reduce anxiety and to manage our stress and to cope with us not going down into a big depression hole. However, I feel like there needs to be another level to your journaling once you've done that dump, okay? So let me step you through what I'm actually doing now. 
The first thing I do is what's called morning pages and this is actually from a beautiful old lady called Julia Cameron and her book's called The Artist's Way. And The Artist's Way is you being able to just really do a brain dump of just your day, any visions, any clutter that's on your mind. Um, it could even be what you've dreamt of. It's just anything that comes out. Now remember with any type of journaling there is no rules. However, I'm a person that really likes to work with some type of a structure because I know what works for me now for my best performance. So morning notes is a really great way for me to start. And I also do three things that I'm grateful for in my life. Three things I'm grateful for in my life and artist's way. Now, I sometimes do the three things I'm grateful for first. And I tell you what, I have to sit there for a moment. And normally I'm quite tired because it's first things in the morning. And, you know, sometimes Braxton comes in and you can see that I'm writing my happy book. And that's what we call it to Braxton is a happy book at the moment. He'll eventually learn that it's, it's, it's a gratitude. Though he'll just say, are you writing your gratitude in your happy book, mum? Or he'll just come in and he'll just cuddle with me. And obviously when he cuddles me, that goes down in the happy book. And, you know, sometimes I don't even stop at three because, you know, I can just smell just my child and I just love the, the smell of him. <laughs> If you're a mother, you understand that, right? Um, and then I go into the artist's way. Now, I, I recently actually heard an interview with Christina Carlson, and she is the founder of Kiki K Stationery. And I actually heard that she actually has read the artist's way and she does the morning pages. So I was actually blown away from that. I was like, oh my gosh, I know someone else is doing it. <laughs> That was pretty cool. So that's pretty much how I start my day is doing something like that. It's doing the brain dump, getting anything out. And it doesn't have to be negative or positive. It's just anything that comes to mind. Now, please understand that sometimes this needs to be a little bit forced. And sometimes it's the gratitude because sometimes you feel like, oh, God, I don't have time to do the gratitude. The best way to start your day is to learn to plug in. So I see it as I want to plug into the highest vibration possible. And the highest vibration possible for me is gratitude. And I want to plug into that vibration, that frequency level, so I'm not meeting anybody else's. I know where I need to play for that day, and that's where I'm playing. So I plug into that, and that's what I see it's like. Some people, when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they plug into is their phone. And that could be you too, could sound familiar, and believe me, I have done it in the past, and every now and again, you know, I do actually go, I wonder if that Facebook post got likes, right? And you get sort of poured back into that world of um, recognition and acknowledgement, though, I'd probably say 99.9% .9 of my mornings, I am plugging into the highest vibration, which is gratitude and love and appreciation and thanking what I have in my life right now. Now, sometimes for gratitude, when I actually first wake up, if I'm really quite tired and, you know, there's mornings where I don't feel like doing this journaling <laughs> and I'll actually lie there first just with my eyes closed and just start to just think about what am I grateful for and I'll just walk it through and I tell you what some of the things are just so basic I'm just like the roof over my head <laughs> the warm snuggly bed I'm in oh my god I love my pillow I love waking up next to my husband and I'll just start to force feed those those feelings and then I'll sit myself up grab my journal and just start to write now, some people are worried about the time to when to get up. And look, I know when Braxton was a baby, 
I would actually start my journaling. I'd plug in at about 10 o'clock in the daytime. So because my morning was chaos and it wasn't a great way to start my morning because it was chaos and breastfeeding and, you know, juggling the baby and all that stuff. But I still did it, but I had to be aware of my time and just it, it just didn't work for me back then. So if you've got young children or your morning is just chaos, there's two things I say is book it in your schedule to actually do it sometime if you're on the road and you're driving and you're about to see clients, plug into that highest vibration possible, all right? They're going to feel the difference. There's a different energy. You cannot say that you have never walked into a room and you walked in and you said, what happened? What are you talking about? Because you felt like something was wrong. And we pick up energy. It's that invisible vibration. So you can't tell me that a client does not feel that with you or your friends or your family don't feel that with you. All right. So imagine you plugging in. If you couldn't do it first thing in the morning, make a time before you start your work day. Even if it's just a couple of minutes, just to sit there and write it out. Now, there's a difference for me with writing and the transporting of energy out of your body pen to paper than what it is you sitting there and thinking. So it's better at getting it out written first than just sitting there like I'm saying when I'm in bed. It's a beautiful vibration, though it there is something transformative as soon as you actually write it pen to paper, or if not, then actually on your phone as well. Now, there's also been great studies about you having a better night's sleep when you're, when you have an increase in serotonin or dopamine, all right? Now, these are our love hormones. These are our hormones that create happiness in our life. So again, I would suggest for you to do two things before you finish. The first one is do a brain dump at the end of the day. At the end of the day, get your journal out and just write out anything because that can go into such a negative side of things and you are empty in the trash i actually write on the top of my journal when i'm doing this a head trash dump <laughs> so i see it i visually see it and feel it like it's like a garbage disposal and i'm just chucking the garbage out for the for the end of the night then i always finish on the happier note which is three things that were great about today. Three things that were great about today. Now, no matter how bad your day is, find the things that were great. And it could be the most minuscule little thing, like you have clean water to drink. If you've ever done a Google search to see how some countries have water and these kids are filling up bottles from dams that have cows and goats that actually stand in there and have their feces in there and they're collecting from the same water and drinking the same water that they're peeing in, there's something to be grateful for in every day. I actually, and this is not to put a downer on things, though my father, the day that he passed away, I still found the beauty in that day. It was absolutely beautiful for my sisters and I to hold hands for the very first time and hold his hand in his last few breaths and to actually be there all united as a family and to watch my father pass away, which sounds like such a sad thing, though from the gift of me being able to journal and having to have three things that were great about the day 
Would you believe I wrote about that whole experience about watching my dad pass in front of my eyes, taking his last breaths. But it was the beauty in connection as a family. It was the beauty of touch and holding his hands. That changed my whole view on what could be or could have been or could still be a horrific memory. But thanks to journaling, it actually turned it into one of the most beautiful moments of my life and one of the most beautiful witnessing of death of another human being. This was my father, for heaven's sakes. And at that stage, he was only 67 years old. He'd be uh, 85 right now. So it was quite a few years ago that we're talking about. But that's not to put a damper on it. That's to show you it doesn't matter how painful the day may have been. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to being able to bring in more goodness into your life to find gratitude in every day. So top and tail is what I like to do. It's a great way to continually stay plugged in to some greater force out there that we don't know that helps keep this universe continually spinning and moving and being able to attract the most great things in our lives. It is said you will not get more than what you appreciate now. So learn to appreciate some of the smaller things in life to be able to help for us to embrace and encourage and invite better things. So here are some tips to cover from journaling. All right. And to keep in mind, journaling is one aspect of a healthy life for you to manage your stress, anxiety, mental health and conditions. But it also helps you relax at the end of each day. It helps you have a healthy, balanced diet because a lot of people write in what they eat every day. And if you're really wanting to get a a, a hold on your diet, writing in your journal every day what you eat is also one thing that actually helps a lot of people maintain their diet because it's really hard to write down (laughs) the chocolates that you have or the lollies or the biscuits or the cakes or whatever the bad stuff is that you might have, the ice cream or whatever it is, actually writing it down (laughs) every day. If you're having it every day, if it's sneaking in, I tell you what, you'll start to see that play out in your diary. Now, that's if you also look back. I'm not a person who ever looks back. I keep all my journals. I've never looked back. If I did, I'd probably find that a lot of it in my past would have been about my weight. Um, That was one thing I always wrote about, obsessed about. Uh, But now it's more about life and happiness. So if, if I was to look back, it'd probably be about that. But it's interesting, if you were a person to look back, you could actually see some patterns that are happening that you might need to work on. You can actually use it as a exercise journal as well to actually write the activity that you're doing each day to keep track of it. Uh, tracking your sleep. We know if there was one thing, one thing that you could change in your life to improve your health, to improve your happiness, to improve your, um, your weight, your hormones, the biggest thing that you could do is have sleep. Have a good night's sleep. Good night's sleep is the one thing that if you were to track anything, and there's a thing called an aura ring, which I'll have in the notes below, that if you actually go to the notes from today's podcast, click on the aura ring. The aura ring is the, the, the leading sleep detector out there. It tells you how deep your sleep is, how much sleep you've had, um, when you actually need more sleep, and that aura ring actually picks up 
so much information. It's absolutely life-changing. So I'll put that down there if you're a person that really wants to start managing your sleep better. Manage your sleep and you'll manage your life. I tell you what, it makes such a significant difference. And if you're a mother and you've had kids or if you're a carer and you have kids, you understand (laughs) what it's like when you go days and days, weeks and weeks without sleep. Sleep is absolutely everything. And if you don't have it, it plays absolutely havoc on your hormones, on your mood, on your diet. When you don't sleep, you eat more sugar the next day. It doesn't matter about willpower. I'm telling you, it plays with your adrenals. It plays with your insulin and it is just, it plays havoc on every part of your life. So sleep is so important. If you've got problems with sleep, check out the Aura Ring. Also, journaling helps you stay away from any of those little habits. For me, my habit that I always am reining in is not using a glass of wine and TV to chill out. It's going to my bedroom, taking a beautiful glass of sparkling water and sitting in my bedroom. So I normally leave Peter pretty early in the night. I go into my bedroom because that helps me stay away from having nighttime eating, nighttime drinking, and just spending mindless hours watching something instead of me being able to improve my own life. So there are some other things that you can use for the power of journaling. But here's just how to journal, just some quick tips and a recap. See if you can write every day and set a few minutes aside every day. Eventually, if you can start to do it regularly, start to do it in the morning and at the night, it's like the top and tail of the day. And a big belief of mine is plug in to that level of frequency where you want to be and you watch the difference in your day. Make it easy for yourself. Have it handy. I have the diary that I use at that time right next to my bed. Um, I've got it there with my pen. It's all there. I don't have to go scrounging around for the pen. I don't have to try and, you know, go into a secret hiding spot to pull the diary out. Uh, because you know what? I don't care if Peter reads it. It's me. Hopefully he accepts fully. (laughs) Me fully. I'm sure he does after 19 years, but I've got it so handy. It's right there. I actually have it so it feels nice. So I always buy a journal that looks nice. It doesn't matter, honestly, what year it is. The one I'm using now is from Typo. It was a $40 diary. I bought it in March because it was the second diary that I was going through um, for that year because I do write pages and pages. And it was reduced to $5. And it was March when I was starting it. But I just all I do is I just cross out the date up the top. And I just write the date and I write whatever the heading this topic is. If it's, you know, head trash trash dump, if it's three things I'm grateful for in my life or the three great things about my day, whatever it is, morning pages, I'll write the, I'll cross out the date and I'll put the heading up the top of what it's about. Understand that you use your journal as you see fit. You don't have to share it with anyone. This is for you to totally feel trusted in you just being able to air out any chaos, any fears, any thoughts, any of your private stuff. There should be no filter here. And it does not need to be legible. Does not need to have any punctuation, any um, correction with spelling. For me, honestly, it's just not legible. It's, (laughs) It's pretty hard to read. It's just dumping it out. 
know, you could also have it where it's a beautiful time of the evening. You might want to curl up with a cup of tea and just sit there and have that quiet time. So really make it as a personal relaxation time for you to de-stress and unwind in the day properly. Use it to properly unwind instead of trying to put something in your mouth to unwind. Writing is the most powerful, relaxing, soothing thing that you can do. So making sure that you've got that time will help you instantly. You will notice the difference as soon as, whilst you're doing it and as soon as you've finished. If you find that you use journaling for anything else, I would love to know about it. Find the Facebook post where I actually post this on Annette Lakovich Official and that's on my Facebook page for this show and just for anything to do with business. So go find that post and write underneath what else you use journaling for. I would love to know. We all have our own things that actually help us. And what I'm sharing today might get you motivated to start doing journaling, but you might start to create your own way that works for you. And I'd be more than happy for you to actually share it because it might help somebody else as well. Have a fantastic day, an awesome week. Make sure you do one physical thing this week that's going to lift your level of happiness. Now you understand what I'm talking about, plugging into that level of vibration. Do one physical activity now, some type of excellent exercise, some type of movement that makes you the happiest version of you. Have a fantastic day. You're listening to the Herpreneur Wellness Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought, or message that you are meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.